Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting. They can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 644, Three Sure and Simple Indicators for Stock Market Success by Daryl Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. And I am Dan, the guy who's here each weekday reading to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance. And don't forget, we give away books to random people who are on our mailing list. So you wanna be on that list, and if you're not already, now is a good time to join. All you have to do is come by oldpodcast.com to be part of that. For now, let's get right to our post as we optimize your life. Three Sure and Simple Indicators for Stock Market Success by Daryl Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com Up until the mid-1980s, canaries were used as an early warning system in coal mines. The birds' high metabolism and rapid breathing rate, on top of their small size, meant they would concentrate atmospheric toxins in their bodies quickly. Deadly underground gases such as methane and carbon monoxide would affect the birds before reaching concentrations that threatened human miners. Warned that conditions were unsafe, miners had time to don respirators and escape unharmed. Like the canary in the coal mine, which mercifully has been replaced by technology, there are certain stock market indicators that have proven to give us an early warning of the health of our stock, mutual fund, and ETF holdings. The truism that you can't predict future stock movements is really only half true. In fact, it is extremely difficult to predict the exact moment of most stock market moves. Only a small percent of investment managers are able to time the market in any given period. And over decade-long time spans, essentially all of them lose that special touch. But there are a few simple indicators that do tell you, with a reasonable degree of assurance, the probable long-term direction of your holdings. Let's take a closer look at price-earnings ratios, expenses, and yield. Price Earnings The price-earnings ratio, PE or multiple for short, is a measure of stock value computed by dividing a company's share price by its annual earnings per share. Usually, earnings for the past four quarters, but sometimes going further back and sometimes estimated future earnings. Why is PE a sure and simple indicator for success? It's no more complicated than this. When you buy something at a sale price, you're likely to get a better value. John Campbell and Robert Schiller found that PE10, price divided by average real earnings for the previous 10 years, is especially useful in forecasting future stock price changes. Their findings fit our intuitive notion of mean reversion. Generally speaking, any series of measured values, whether stock prices or sports statistics, will return to their average over time. No winning streak lasts forever. So when the market is at a high or low, it will most likely return to its average performance. Other than at a few historical extremes, the PE for the S&P 500 has ranged between about 10 and 20 most of the time, with an average of about 15. 
Today, it's around 16, meaning it's somewhat harder to find bargains. The price-earnings ratio is most useful for comparison shopping. If you have two investment choices that are otherwise equal, the PE will often indicate which is the better value. Buy at low PEs, and odds are better that your holdings will rise over time. Expenses. The next sure and simple indicator is investment expenses. Future investment returns may be unpredictable, but investment expenses are a known drag on your portfolio year after year. With mutual funds, excessive expenses tend to indicate trading or active management, which, on average, lags the market. Not only are higher management expenses not matched by better performance, as a rule, but they are actually a negative for performance. That high-priced fund manager usually doesn't earn his pay, and the steady charges against your portfolio damage it over time. According to Burton G. Malkiel, professor of economics at Princeton University, quote, well over three quarters of the typical actively managed equity funds underperform the S&P 500 stock market, end quote. Recent research by Morningstar found that the expense ratio is one of the best measures available to filter for relative performance. The lowest cost equity funds had a return advantage of 1.77% a year over the highest cost funds. Over time, that's an insurmountable advantage. Simply put, the lower your expenses, the higher your returns. What should expenses be? Even in my portfolio, which has some legacy positions from the days before ETFs and passive investing were common, my average expense ratio is less than 0.30% per year. If you are building a portfolio from scratch using modern, inexpensive ETFs, you should aim for an overall expense ratio of just 0.10% to 0.20%. For a hypothetical $100,000 portfolio, that's a razor-thin $100 to $200 a year in expenses versus a potential $1,000 to $2,000 a year hit for typical actively managed funds. That is a critical difference and a large sum of money when compounded over time. Saving $2,000 a year in expenses over the course of a 30-year career where you earn an 8% investing return amounts to over $225,000 in additional savings. Yield. The last metric of interest to anyone wanting a sure and simple approach to investing is dividend yield. That is the regular income you can expect from your holdings month after month or quarter after quarter, despite any gain or loss in prices. Over the long haul, companies that raise their dividends regularly, increase the yield on their stock, are the most valuable. For example, the S&P 500 Dividend Aristocrats Index has outperformed the broader S&P 500 by more than 2% annually over the last 20 years. Perhaps more importantly, those dividend payers have done so with less volatility, especially in falling markets. Generally, companies that can pay steadily increasing dividends have stable businesses that perform well in all economic seasons. In times of increased volatility and reduced expectations for growth, recurring income from your investments is not only reassuring, but may be critical to achieving any return on your money. There are some indications that the world may be undergoing a sea change where high rates of economic growth are no longer possible due to resource constraints. In such a world, price appreciation may never happen, and predictable income from your investments may be the only return you can count on. What's a reasonable yield? Well, it all depends on current economic conditions. 
In 2008, the Federal Reserve began historic measures to depress interest rates and stimulate growth, making it extremely difficult to achieve yields anywhere near historical averages. You should generally aim to achieve a yield several points above the current rate of inflation without taking on unwarranted risk in your investments. A bird in the hand. Success in the stock market is much more certain if you can slowly and steadily head in the right direction for the long haul. But there are many fatal attractions along the way. Greed leads the list. Many investors and some money managers succumb to the temptation of the quick win or the big kill. Occasionally they get lucky, but most often they don't. A bird in the hand, cheap initial prices, PE, low ongoing costs, expenses, and regular income, yield, is worth far more than those proverbial and elusive birds in the bush. So as you mine for gold, don't pass up a sure thing for an uncertain possibility that could leave you empty-handed. Invest for the long term while minding these three indicators. They'll provide fair warning and higher odds for success. You just listened to the post titled Three Sure and Simple Indicators for Stock Market Success by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And a quick reminder for you once again, we do book giveaways to random people on our weekly newsletter mailing list. To be in those drawings, simply come by oldpodcast.com and join that mailing list. And that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for being here. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you right back here tomorrow with two posts from Mark of Mark and Angel. That's where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. 
and together we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.